It's episode 236 of the Midnight in the Bay podcast. I'm your host, Alex Woody, and I have fun with my bro. Hang on. OMG, am I excited to be here? Did you see that dancing? Are you watching the podcast or you're listening? If you're listening, I was dancing and making people wet their pants, making people nervous. Like, holy smokes, this guy is good. I need to be a cooler person. So make sure you check out the podcast on YouTube to see the dancing, to see what I do. Oh, guess what, guy? I've been walking around with a football. Yeah, he's walking down the street, sunglasses on, chain on. Oh, yeah, the chain, it's back out of retirement. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then I get a comment on YouTube. Oh, oh my God, this guy seems really stable. Oh, yeah. Guy, it's comedy. It's an exaggeration, Okay. Some people, you, you do a stand-up show and they're like, not laughing at a joke. Uh, boo, <laughs> that's offensive. Yeah, this is comedy. We're joking around. That Those people, the worst to hang out with. It's like when you go a, a party and you don't know anyone, you got dragged there, and they're like, uh, boring. You can't talk about anything. They're complaining about the news. Always complaining. I hate those people. Always complaining. So anyways, <laughs> I had to get that off my breast. Guy, the football, it makes you look intimidating. The sunglasses do too. But I have to take them off. Because life's grand without sunglasses. You don't need them. You know? Take them off. You're inside. <laughs> You're not R. Kelly. All right? You're not Ray J. Can't wear sunglasses inside of your ball, white guy. Okay? But you can outside. Oh, my God. That sun comes out. You put these on, and you just look way cooler. You're not fat anymore. You're cool. <laughs> Happy to be here putting the football down. Fumble. I did a show in Reno over the weekend. Well, technically Sparks, which is literally Reno. <laughs> okay, let's just call it Reno. <laughs> That's why I went up there. I was like, Reno, and, and people didn't get it. it was a joke. It's those people. They're like, no, it's Reno, you idiot. I'm like, yes, I know. I, I guess I really do look like an idiot, you know? <laughs> I loved uh, Sparks. Uh, I did have someone call me a retard, so they are using bad words up there. Barry, people would have protested that guy, let me tell you. Um, show was okay. <laughs> the show up there was, you know, it was packed. But you ever do a show where you're like, oh, what's going on with the audience? Are they on fentanyl? These people, they just wanted like a play. 
all the comedians are going up there and they're laughing, but they seem like very to themselves, kind of scared for us to call on them. Like me, when the teacher in class would be like, Alex, do you want to read out loud? <sighs> I can't speak English. I can't speak any language. I failed sign language. <laughs> That's the only one I knew. Get out of class. Okay, okay, okay. Boring anyways. So this audience was like odd. They're just sitting there. <laughs> and I'm like sweating up there because when the audiences only really laugh that much, you know, you're like, uh, you're just going through your jokes. Dah, 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 and they're just like, <sighs> I'm like, what am I telling my parents I'm gay? You know? And so I do my set, but let me tell you, I, it didn't go well. Um, I don't get it. Okay. I have done these jokes for people that have left. I swear. I'm not even joking. Um, and they were just, <laughs> and I felt bad for my friend because my friend had to go up there and do longer time, like 30 minutes. And he was sweating bullets. Let me tell you, he was sweating up there. When you're up there and the audience isn't laughing, your body just starts flushing out liquids. You know, it's, uh, the guy that he wasn't being his pants, but he was sweating and he's a little guy too. So, you know, just another experience. I went up there to the show with my dad because I can't drive. I'm underage. So my dad picks me up in this van that has cages in the back. Yeah. He has a old mail truck. Have you seen these? Well, actually it's a van. So it's a white van and the whole back is caged because they don't want you stealing mail. They do that with all the mail trucks or vans. And so he got an old mail van because they sell these. You know, they sell old cop cars. Well, they sell old mail vans, right? My dad was like, oh, I'll, I won't get the Honda Civic. I'll get the, the mail van, but they're cheaper, you know. And his other car, normal looking car, cop car is in the shop. So we take the mail van and let me tell you two white guys in a van with a cage in the back. Let me tell you, we drove down the street where there was a bunch of Mexicans. They ran. I mean, we just look like ice. You know, we just look like government agents ready to bust people. And I'm screaming, no, don't run, don't run. So we pull, we get to uh, Reno and we pull up to the ca the casino. It's like a big casino, you know. It's it Reno's like a small Vegas or Vegas, as some people say. You know, tower, just 40, 70, 80,000 floors. People pulling up in Mercedes, Teslas, McLarens, NASCARs. And we pull up in the mail van. It's beat up. It's got the cage in the back. You know, the valet ran because he was Hispanic. And we get this white guy and he's petrified to drive it. He's like, how do you drive this thing? <laughs> We go in the casino and we check in, my dad and I. And the lady's looking at us like we're a couple. I'm like, really? I have better taste than this old fart, you know? He's fat, he's got glasses, his hair's receding. Come on. I was gay, I'd be banging a hot Brazilian. Well, I might have to get in shape before that. Look at this. You know, I might have to get a toupee before that happens. Uh, I probably, if I was gay, I'd probably bang like a that dude right or like a skinny dude with a wandering eye 
Ah, you ever think about that? If I was gay, who would I be with? <laughs> not funny. Not funny. Cut it out. Those are homophobic ideas. Not really. Pro-gay. Pro-gun. Can you be pro-gun and pro-gay? I think so, right? Is there any redneck gays out there with the Make America Great hats on? <laughs> There's got to be, right? There's pro-Trump black guys, which is odd, you know? Um, my in-laws, Hispanic. Uh, it's not over here. Huge Trump supporters. So odd. My my mind is blown away. So my dad and I tell the lady, look at we need two beds, not one, not a couple. And uh maybe we shouldn't stay in the honeymoon suite. You know, we are father and son. My dad's almost 70. Come on. And uh uh, Rano is a, a weird town, though. I saw uh, some weird signs. I saw one sign that said, Holy Spirit in horses this way. And then I saw another sign, free pies, free ATM. Oh, okay. I got uh, sunburnt while we were there. I was so red. Then when I walked by a church, I heard someone say, wow, the devil got fat. Then I heard someone else say, kids, run. He looks hungry. Oh, I'm glad I'm getting some kind of attention. You know, comedians love attention, even if it's bad. <laughs> Louis C.K. I jumped into the lake up there. They got a cold lake called Lake Tahoe. I like to call it tall ho. <laughs> how many how many people have made that joke when they went up there? <laughs> you going to lake tall ho? <laughs> so the lake was so cold because there's still snow up there. The lake was so cold that down below became ovaries. <laughs> I was like, where, where where'd you go? And should I put a wig on right now? <laughs> I mean, that's how people transition. They just jump in a cold lake and then it's gone. They're a woman. Cheaper than surgery, you know? Giving great ideas for people out there. Don't die a whole book of a joke. Okay, cool, Garrett. What's the deal with gays and monkeys? AIDS? Now monkeypox? Okay, I'm done. I'm done. You homophobic son of a bitch. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Ethel. Police can use a breathalyzer if they suspect you of drinking and driving. But they don't have a test for you to blow in if they suspect you of smoking weed. So this is, I think, what they should do. They should treat people that have been smoking and suspected like people that get knocked out and wake up. Like the questions you ask that person. What's your name? What year is it? And who's the president? And who's the president can go two ways with the cops. You could say Trump, and they're like, ah, he got the president wrong, but not really, right? Stolen elections. Oh, oh God, this is light. Let me see light. I really need a producer. My cat, horrible producer. He always leaves when I start. People have said... Not funny to me when other people are laughing. 
was like, love YouTube. And by the way, I'm reading off my phone. I got prick. We've got some great news stories, though, in a sec. We're going to get to um, crazy stuff. You're going to love it. I uh, was walking by a mixed couple. And I was like, I wasn't looking at anyone. And then I saw them just, I looked up, you know, and they looked at me. And I looked right back because that white guilt kicked in. If you look away, then they're going to think, oh, that white guy, he's disgusted with us, you know? So I just stared, which isn't that great either. They thought I was a weirdo. <laughs> what do you do? You look and then look away like a pair of tits on a woman that's not your wife. By the way, liquid death. I got to applaud you guys. You guys are running the biggest scam in the world. It's a can that looks cool. And it has water in it. Oh, ice cold water. From the mountains of wherever. You could just lie, right? And that's what they're doing. They're lying. Come on. We all know they get a bunch of Brita waters and then pour it in a can. Draw a skull on it. These guys are geniuses, right? They're selling you Brita water with a skull. Oh, cool. And people are like, oh my God, this is so cool. I tried some, I spit it out, I threw it at the guy at 7-Eleven. What a waste of money. And it's like three bucks. <laughs> These guys are making a profit off of people by selling water. It's like those old um, snake oil people back in the cowboy days. They roll in, oh, this can cure this, this can cure this. These are powerful oils. Really? Because <laughs> I think my sister still died of tuberculosis. You know? That shit never worked. It was a scam. And they're doing it now with essential oils. Oh, my wife's really into them. I want to say something, but you can't. Oh, this one helps you sleep. This one helps. Oh, really? Hmm. Let me rub it on me. No, nothing happened. I just smell like flowers. It's all a scam, right? And that's what this, uh, what's it called again? Liquid death. Oh, cool. And people buy something that says liquid death. Oh, I want to... That sounds like poison. Hey, drink poison, liquid death. But these people, they buy them, you know? These people, yeah, just idiots. <laughs> when someone is addicted to something, it just means they really like a hobby. Let me ask you guys a question. Why are Asians still wearing masks? You racist piece of shit, you said Asians. Have you guys noticed that? No one's really wearing masks by Asian people. I see some concerned white people wearing them too. Is there something we need to be concerned about? Now I want to wear a mask. I'm, I'm petrified. I see them. I'm a follower. I put it on. I buy a liquid death. I don't know if I can handle the flip-flop thing. You know? And I don't like boba. But is there another wave of COVID coming? I'm petrified. Are they wearing it because of the monkey box? Maybe. Maybe. Are they doing it maybe because I fart while I'm outside? Possibly. I bet you people are just putting on masks because I'm farting around them. Right? <laughs> maybe that's the polite thing to do is wear a mask. Maybe just Asian people are really polite. I think, you know what it is? I think Asian people are just really um, uh, cautious. I mean... The driving, they're 
some they're actually great drivers people are like they're they're going too slow they're they get on the freeway and they're taking their time yeah they're being conscious <laughs> you know you ever see a white guy in a pickup truck yeah they're flying you see a white guy in a raised truck they're the biggest asshole i've never met a guy with a raised truck that was white that wasn't an asshole but i've also never met an asian person that drives a truck. You know why? Because they're cautious. They get a car with good gas mileage that's safe. Trucks, they're a waste of money and they're unsafe. You ever drive a truck on a windy bridge? There's no weight in the back. They're like, also my truck was from the 40s. Asian people are cautious. I think we should learn from them. The Wuhan lab wasn't their fault. It was a bunch of Germans and Slovakians and United States in a lab and they got released it's a cdc lab you know i'm sure fauci was there he was the one got got it released now he feels bad so he's out there and people blame asians oh they're cautious they may be a little racist but they're cautious (laughs) shame shame the things you think you're going to be great at you're never that great at right this podcast is over in a year right And things that you think you're not going to be great at, you are. You know what I mean? I was like, uh, oh, I'm okay at being a good husband. You know, I just tried that out. You know, I didn't think I was going to be great. I I flipped her off all the time, called her a whore. Let's change things up. Oh, actually, it's nice being nice to him. Kidding, folks. But you know what I mean? It's you do a job, you... uh, bomb on the stage in, in Reno. You're like, oh, I didn't think I could do that, but now I can. My buddy uh, told me recently that he just got back from New Delhi. I said, really? I love sandwiches. What's the name of the place? Yeah, I haven't heard back from him for a while. Raise that piece of shit. Okay, okay. But watch the language. I'm a POS. If you don't listen to the recording of your set, then you didn't bomb. Reno. I got two slices of pizza for $3.25. I thought I was being pranked. I thought I got transported in 1999. I was like, how is this so cheap? And then I found out later why it was so cheap. Ah, diarrhea. I hate you, pizza. In honor of the late, great, Actor Ray Liotta. I went to a deli, a new deli, and I said, Give me the Ray Liotta. And they looked at me like, What the hell is this guy saying? Let me get the Italian. <laughs> Found out that guy's not Italian. Could have fooled us. What's the deal with actors and wanting to play Italian? I guess we never really want to be ourselves, right? We got to act like another race. <laughs> White people and black people. You know what's funny is white people, well, I guess they both do it, right? White people, they act uh, like they're gangster, like they've hung out with people that have committed crimes, yo, yo, yo. And then you'll see also see black people act nerdy and put on glasses and like cartoons, right? I think it goes both ways. White people act black, some of them. Jane, black people act white, nerdy, um, into country. Well, Nas X, he loves country. Loves the dick, too. 
God, I watched I watched one of those Lil Nas X videos. I was like, oh, this is cool. I, gay people are they party. I mean, let's let's hang out. Nothing worse is when you're in the car and you got a little food stuck in your teeth. No floss, no toothbrush, nothing. I hate that. It bothers you. You're using your tongue and you're trying to get it, but you can't. You're calling grandma and you're crying to her. What should I do? What should I do? You're looking up YouTube videos. You almost hit a cautious Asian in the car because you're not paying attention. You're using an envelope trying to get it. Using a business card of a therapist you should be seeing. You're using uh, that piece on the pen cap that you rip off and you're... That one usually works. I had an issue where I had a piece of food in my mouth. Hey, surprise, flew my body. And I used that pen cap. I don't need to go to the dentist. Oh, I probably, I probably do. I'd probably walk in the dentist and they'd be like, have you been using pen caps? Sorry, doc. Are they doctors? Dentists will tell you they're doctors, right? <coughs> I saw the hottest chick walk into an abortion clinic. And I was like, this sounds like the beginning of a joke, <laughs> but makes sense, right? You know, you're not going to see an ugly chick walk into a, an abortion clinic. They're just going to be like, oh, I'm going to have the kid. I mean, this is life changing. This is what life's about. Hot chick's like, no, nah, I got to I gotta get rid of this thing. I got to go to Vegas. I got to get a sugar daddy. I got to strip. <laughs> When I go to a porn website, I always act confused. Like, oh, my God, how'd I get here? Uh, What's going on here? What am I doing? Oh, my God. Okay, I got to get out of here. Ah." It helps with the guilt. I don't want to do 23andMe because I don't want to find out. I have more kids out there. I'm already bankrupt of one. Also, I don't want to do 23 Me because apparently they tell you how you're going to die. I want that to be a mystery. When you die, don't you want it out of the blue? That's why if they ever launch those nukes from Russia, I'm going to be not looking. I'm going to be like, I want to be surprised. I remember this one time I was hanging out with a friend. and And I told him, you know, I never suck dick for drugs. And he goes, I sucked a dick for a sandwich. I'm like, well, that's because you're gay, Anthony. (laughs) You never see a guy reading a romance novel. If you see a guy reading a romance novel, he probably has a swimsuit edition of Sports Illustrated hiding in that. He's pretending to read the romance novel to catch a woman. Guys don't want romance. They weren't put on this earth to be romantic. They were put on this earth to breed. And women are in denial about, no, I need a romantic guy. Guess what? We're not. We'll pretend. (laughs) Flowers are nice. I like romantic comedies. But really in our head, we're like, "Ah, I need a reaper dose. I need an impregnator. You ever pretend your life is more exciting than it is? Like get in your car and turn on techno music and drive fast. I'm a spy. 
croutons without salad. Oh, way better. Diabetes, here we come. I had a uh, woman after a show say, hey, you need management, email me. I look at the card that she gave me. It says nothing about entertainment business. It says garbage business. My wife thinks she was just hitting on me. That's how much faith my wife has in me. I think that's it for my thoughts of the the week. You write down random weird shit like that. I got to get it out. You know, if I don't get these questions and jokes out, it just boggles the cranium. I do want to say that this podcast is brought to you by silvertongueaudio.org. Go there. You'll get free content. Yes, free content. My podcast, Midnight in the Bay. You'll get all the episodes right there free. You'll get Dazed and Disturbed, which is a great podcast. More guy hangs out with Mary Jane and talks about dark subjects. Really entertaining. Free episodes right there. And then check out the NPC podcast, the non-player character podcast. It's uh, a podcast, you guessed it, about video games. These people know what they're talking about, okay? They're in the industry. They play video games. They sleep with video games. They know about video games. I like to put it on while I play video games. So get a little double video game action. So go check out NPC Podcast, Days of Disturbed, and of course my narcissistic at silvertongueaudio.org. Now, let's get to the news of the week. News of the week. Here we go. Christian model says God wants her to keep stripping until she's 75. A Christian OnlyFans star who racks in a whopping $120,000 per month says God has directly told her she should keep stripping until she's 75. Nida Marie, 46, has become one of the adult site's top earners, courtesy of kinky content that shows her clan in lacy lingerie. God is guiding me through my OnlyFans career, and he said I should continue creating content until my 70s. Guess what, Marie? That's not God. That's your own head. That's your husband convincing you. I'm blown away by people. But hey, do you, boo. To me, sexuality is a huge part of my faith. Yeah, where does it say in the Bible to show your tits? She further declared, when we experience an orgasm with someone else, we share a part of how God feels about us. Huh? God wants to bang us? Okay, I thought I felt a little pressure in my butt earlier. Look at my boobies. They're God's boobies. Marie, who's based in Colorado, found her faith after having a dream about Jesus when she was just nine years old. I want to know about that dream. Let me guess. Jesus went down under. And he's talking about Australia. The Kirby content creator claims she has regular conversations with God to ask whether he is happy with her X-rated exploits. Um... Marie, I think you need to do more dildo videos. Okay, God. I asked God if he wanted me to continue stripping, and the answer was yes. Marie insisted. 
I'm sure the church was like, hey, you can't be doing this, you know? And she was like, oh, no, God told me. And then the people at church were like, oh, okay, that's fine. Although she's a devout Christian, Marie believes that the Bible is misogynistic, of course. And it was written during a time when women were not allowed to read or write. Hmm. As a result, she made it a mission to help women embrace their sexuality. Oh, my God. And the stutter says, God wants her to keep her OnlyFans account until she's a senior citizen. Hmm. That sounds gross. <laughs> to empower older women to continue feeling beautiful and enjoying sex. I want to be a gilf. Grandma, I like to fuck. And empower older women to look and feel good in their own bodies, she declared. I also want to encourage them to have an active sex life. Oh, yeah, because women are watching your videos, not men, right? I know that guy doesn't want me to retire. She confidently asserted. Yeah, everyone at the church is like, what the hell? Cross and boobies, they go together. Marie is a married mama too, and says her husband is a support is supportive of her OnlyFans endeavors. I'm sure, I'm sure, just as God is, it says. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he loves it. $120,000 coming in a month. Oh yeah, yeah, this is this is horrible. I don't think she should keep doing it. And why her hubby is happy for her wife to share raunchy photos with fans. He's also more than willing to share her with God in the bedroom. Oh, that's cool. So they have a threesome with God. Marie previously revealed that she, her husband, and, and the divine creator get together in bed at least twice a week for the best sex she's ever had. Marie also hit headlines last year revealing she was writing a book about religion and sexuality in a bid to help women reclaim their birthright to enjoy their bodies. Because, yeah, women, they ain't enjoying it until you write that book. Right, Marie? God, three sons with the creator. Let me tell you, I th you would think you would have a hard time uh, sharing your, your woman with, like, an athlete. I can't imagine the creator of the universe She's never going to go back to the guy. And he could never equal up to what he's doing. Can you imagine? What is she floating in, in space and just coming? What is she doing? That, that sounds crazy. But also, he's not there. You're just a crazy lady. <laughs> okay, next article. Here's another great Christian. I ditched my job as a priest to become a porn star at 83. I, it sounds like people really love the church. People doing their own versions. An 83-year-old pastor traded in his role of preaching to a congregation to take up a new role as a pornographic film star. And now he says sex can actually help bring people closer together to God. Hey, whatever you got to tell the congregation why they're on their knees. The career swap took place five years ago, and the former priest from North Carolina believes sex should be treated as a joyous part of spiritual life. Retired pastor Norm Self, yeah, yeah, selfish, spent most of his life serving his Christian faith in church, but in his 80s, he decided he wanted to call it quits. He had no shit. He had been having sex. Early in his life, he had been married to a woman for nearly 30 years, but eventually realized he was gay. Huh. So let's become a priest. I t it took him another 20 years to come out publicly and express his sexuality through adult films. You know, 
it's easier not to tell someone you're gay. Let me just make a video and then I'll show you. <laughs> it took him another. Oh, wait, wait, this is it. He made his movie debut in 2017 on a documentary on Channel 5. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mom, is that, uh, is that Pastor? <laughs> it's almost like having a party. That's one of the things I admire about this way of doing porn. <laughs> Self-told the station. From his perspective, sex should be freeing. We are going to have sex, so why not make it a liberating and bonding experience instead of hiding it away in the shadows? So far, he's done his on-camera work free of charge. Oh, I'm sure. Hey, can you supply a boy? In a previous interview, he told Huffington Post, the experience had been delightful. No shit, you're coming. I find these days that my body is indeed a temple where intimacy and ecstasy intermingle. This guy's, oof, this guy's a freak. Self has said his plans to keep starring in erotic films until society removes sex negative norms from its vocabulary. Um, we don't want you to, we don't want to watch you have sex, old guy on Channel 5. We don't, sorry. Uh, we who have, have experienced that owe it to our sisters and brothers that share the good news with all. Uh, you know, keep it to yourself. I don't want to see the video. I want to share it with everyone. Yeah, I can't imagine that Sunday when he's like, I'm going to become a porn star. He just showed up to church and showed a video. Oh my God, cover the kid's eyes. This is freeing for me. No, it's, it's disgusting. You know, can you show your friends that's into this. He does have one bone to pick with his new career path, Self says. He's not a big fan of the word porn, but as he embraces being able to finally live outside a suppressive environment where everything outside conventional norms is labeled porn, he says it's happy to embrace the porn star title. Yeah, we should get rid of it. What should we call it instead of porn? Hmm, let's call it gross. <laughs> Maryland man pretended to be a police officer for 15 years with a fake badge, real gun, and a trained bite dog. Roos fell apart when he tried to detain a pair of restaurant patrons over a bill dispute. Oh, my God. Oh, I said Russ, the Roos. Yeah, this guy, you know, you spend 15 years being a fake cop. Why not just become a cop with all that work? Anton... Tuxin, 37, was arrested on March 6th when he called an actual police while attempting to detain two diners at a restaurant where he worked security. Responding officers noticed Tuxin posing as a U.S. Marshal. Hey, didn't I see you just being security? No, I'm a Marshal. And left his dog behind at the restaurant, something which canine officers do not typically do. Tuxin had a female friend impersonate his superior on the phone, and when it, that didn't work, she showed up in person, still in character. That's a hell of a wife, you know that? He previously was cited for impersonating an officer in 2006, 2009, 2018. This guy watches too many action movies. Both are now facing charges of impersonating officers, with Tuxin also facing charge of possession of a firearm as a felon. This guy's been in jail? Hmm, who would have thought? A career criminal was indicted for impersonating a police officer this month. Wow. 15 years. What's wrong with people? The incident occurred on March 6th, armed with a bite dog. Huh. 
This is the guy. Yeah, it looks like a cop. That's the bite dong. Dude, if I saw a guy impersonating or acting like a police officer and he came out with that dog, I'd be like, dude, I'm not falling for this. That Why not get a uh, German Shepherd? This guy, that's where he failed was the dog. As soon as the cops saw the dog, he was like, yeah, this guy's this guy is not working. Oh, he looks happy. Oh, yeah, I have a machine gun. Oh, my God, look at this guy's got... Actually, this guy's smart because... Out of all this, I would get a fake cop car. Can you imagine traffic in California and, and having this? Boop, boop. Move out of the fucking way. This guy had the badge. Wow. The cop noticed something was wrong when they realized that Tuxin had left his dog. Okay, and we read that. Um, besides the bogus uniform, Rich was armed with a handgun, handcuffs, a radio, and a baton. This guy was really into it. Look at this guy. You know what? This guy's just playing cops and robbers. Okay? He's just still a kid. Oh, my God. That's scary. That's not kid shit. <laughs> According to documents, Rich asked the arresting officers, you locked up a U.S. Marshal. This guy should be an, an actor. This guy's staying in character. Um, <laughs> you know, most actors are crazy. I think this guy, whew, he'd be a great actor. Um, let's see. In order to fulfill further, okay, da, 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 love the dog, not a cop car, not a cop dog. Um, yeah, basically this guy is just a piece of shit. <laughs> Scientific evidence suggests smelling farts could help save your soul. Oh, I mean life. <laughs> Most people go out of their way to avoid smelling farts, but it turns out it can actually be good for you in the long run. Scientific evidence has suggests taking a whiff of your own farts could be beneficial to your health. Accusing someone of enjoying the smell of their own farts is fairly insult to describe people who think far too highly of themselves, but you have to be hard-pressed to find anyone who would admit generally liking the odor. Yeah, you know, if someone likes smelling their own farts... And other people's farts. Eesh, I'm not hanging out with them. However, if your first instinct is to cover your nose, you might want to reconsider based on some surprising data that suggests that taking a whiff could actually be good for you. According to Healthline, researchers at some university I've never heard of, this is made up, got paid real actual money to conduct one of the most interesting experiences you'll ever encounter after deciding they helped fill the scientific void. I can only assume... Okay, so these people did a study with the impact of smelling farts. I can only imagine what that study was like. Like, hey, fart in my face. Okay, I'll smell it. You fart in my face. Uh -huh. These guys uh, are about to throw up. Why smelling farts can be good for your health. It protects cells. In an interesting twist, the primary reason farts can have health benefits is also the thing that makes them smell like death, hydrogen sulfide. The chemical compound can be deadly in large amounts, but training yourself to small doses can be good for the soul's cells in your body. So people were just farting in each other's faces, and then scientists were taking their blood during. 
Oh my God, can you imagine walking in that room by accident looking for your therapist's office? Oh, sorry. It helps your body produce energy. Anyone who took middle school science class is aware. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember this in science. It fights inflammation. It combats illness. It treats specific age-related conditions. Now, are people going to be selling farts now? You know, were those OnlyFans people, the selling farts, remember that? Were they on to something? Because this is nuts. Now, that's it for the article. You know, it's like a legit article when all these ads are at the bottom. Oh, uh, I don't read the Bible, but I do read the bro Bible. <laughs> if this is real, this is crazy. And get ready to buy farts at the store. Guys, that has been the show. Thank you for listening, watching. Please subscribe and share. Tell grandma. Tell, you know, not the police. Tell a fake police officer. And uh, make sure you get fucked up. I don't want to scream it today because it's Memorial Day and there's dead soldiers. So let's get drunk. Yeah, high class producing here. Had a two arm of Bluetooth. Thank you guys. Adios. Silver Tongue Audio.